This is 15 Minutes of Freedom. I'm your host, Ryan Idell, and today's episode is The Power of Connection. Today, I want to share with you the hidden secret that really isn't hidden at all that's going to change your life forever if you actually implement it. Now, it's interesting as I start these episodes, right, because I, I spitball them. They're right off the top of my head. And I find that I use a lot of the same tonality and the same hooks to get you to listen. Maybe some of that's from copywriting. Maybe some of that's from some persuasion work I've been doing. Who knows where it comes from? But at the end of the day, there's a series of things that if you did them, number one, they're not all that revolutionary, right? Like much of what I share on here is very practical application of actual information that's available at mass scale all throughout the internet. But yet I get the fortunate job, hobby, passion of sharing what I learned with you and hopefully benefiting your life. And that's where today's episode about the power of connection comes from. See, sometime mid-November, I put out a, an ask on Facebook and said, hey, I'm looking for some powerful podcast guests. Would love to interview just about anybody. And boy, oh boy, did I overstep my, my boundaries on that one. It's been fascinating because I've got, at this point, at least... 14 or 16 interviews with high caliber people, brilliant people that you have not yet heard. And so if I release an interview every week or two weeks for you to listen to, I'm covered for almost the entire rest of the year, which is a great place to be at. But oddly enough, it's not so much about the interview and the podcast itself. It's about the connection I'm able to make with people based around just having conversations. See, as I'm recording this, I had an interview this morning with a great man named Kim Barrett. See, Kim Barrett owns an advertising agency out of, out of Australia, an advertising agency in the digital basis. Now, admittedly, I have no idea how Kim got on my schedule. I knew nothing about him prior to the episode. And we just literally got on and just started talking, which is what I like to have happen. Hopefully, you've listened to one or two of them. I start every one the same way. What is one lesson you'd like a startup entrepreneur to know based off what you've been through? And then I conclude them the same way. What's one thing you want someone that's listening to take away to remember you by? And the rest of the time is just literally me getting to know the person and having you listen in. I mean, if I'm meeting somebody, why shouldn't you meet them as well? But all this comes from this unique power of just connecting with someone looking for nothing in response. And that's actually part of what's made the coaching business for me so successful as I help other coaches, mentors, and consultants grow their business. And as I'm now leaning more heavily into consulting, it is just reaching out and getting to know someone. I'm dead serious. When's the last time without an agenda you just get, reach out to somebody and open up a conversation? And more importantly, do you even know how to open up a conversation? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pretend for a moment that you have no idea. And that's okay because there was a time that I didn't know how to. And it felt very uncomfortable. Right, if, you, if you've ever been in a position where you have to cold call or go door to door, it's not a comfortable situation for most of us. But yet it becomes more and more comfortable with more reps you have. And so maybe today is the first day for you. Maybe it's in person. Maybe it's socially. Maybe it's, it's digitally. It doesn't really matter. But it's that client outreach that becomes important. And so one of the quickest ways to get to know someone is to simply ask them about themselves and become relevant to their aspirational goals. Let me explain what I mean by that. 
I'm going to assume as you're listening to this, you have at least one social platform. Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Not really familiar with Snapchat, but certainly I could throw Snapchat in there, Twitter. You probably have one. And let's think for a moment of how you use that platform. Probably add some friends. Probably scroll through and see what other people are up to, some of which you may know, some of which you might not have any idea what they're up to, who they are as real people. And you might click the little thumbs up button, right? That blue thumbs up on Facebook or the heart on Instagram to let the person know, like, man, I really like that content. But anymore, that's about as valuable as making eye contact with someone as you're passing them in the grocery store. Like, certainly, I guess it matters, but wouldn't a conversation make more sense? And so let's take this hypothetical situation in which you're interacting with someone that you don't really know inside of Facebook. And let's say they post something that you would typically click the thumbs up for. What if you just took another minute and left a comment on their post showing that you actually read it all? And you actually cared what they shared. Like that it actually mattered to you. And you did it in such a way that you left an open-ended conversation. You left an open feedback loop for them to close. I bring up the same example quite often. Let's say it was a trip from someone that you loosely associate with that has taken a trip to Cabo. They're there with their husband or wife and it's a picture of the ocean. And you tag them. Right, let's say it's me. So you tag me, Ryan Nidell. Man, that looks so beautiful. What's the best part about Cabo for you and your wife? Question mark. So when I see that, that law of reparosity, if I'm a decently wired person, I'm not too self-centered, I'm not too busy, and Lord knows I'm raising my hand that occasionally I get self, self-consumed and I don't do a great job of this, but for the most part I try to. The average person will respond back. I'd say, John, man, thanks. The best part about Cabo for me and my wife has been just connecting without being on social, without having to worry about work. Just sit here and listen to the waves crash against the shore. From that standpoint, right, I've, I've kind of given you, I've granted you access to, to realize that I now know who you are. And so now we can have a direct message conversation. It doesn't feel awkward to me. Or you can slide, quote unquote, slide into my DMs. And I would say, hey, Ryan. And thanks for answering my question. I know this is a little forward, but right, I see that you're a coach. And I'd just love to know more about what inspired you to get into the industry. Like, what have been some of your biggest wins? I generally just want to get to know you. I don't have something to sell you. I'd eliminate all the barriers up front if you actually care about me. And have a conversation where along the way, if there's things you can do to add value, you ask for permission to do so, so you don't come off as grandstanding. You say, hey, I've heard that before. Someone shared something with me. Would you be okay if I share it with you? Of course, on my side, if there's information out there that I can get to better my life, my answer is going to be yes, absolutely. And so you share whatever you share. And I'm going to say thank you. And you're going to say you're welcome. And then you're going to try to add something else of value. And when you do this long enough and you do this consistently enough, right, it's part of the, I believe, Zig Ziglar conversation. Right, when you help enough people get what they want, you end up getting what you want as a byproduct. And that's not the reason to help people. It's just what comes along with the territory. 
But in order to do so, you have to be fairly well studied. You have to be fairly well versed. You have to be able to be willing to be a little vulnerable. You have to reach out and have conversations with people. But the same thing happens inside of every environment of every day of your life. Let's take this grocery store. Now, granted, if you're a man and you're, you know, seeing a woman walk down the aisle, there's some social etiquette you might want to consider. But what's wrong with saying, making eye contact with somebody in the grocery store and saying, hi, how are you? Right? Something that elicits a yes is much easier, right? This is old sales scripting inside of, inside of car dealerships. Here in Columbus, Ohio, it's raining right now. And sure is a great day out today, isn't it? The only answer that someone could say is, well, yeah, I guess so. And that's great. Are you always the one that grocery shops or is it your significant other? A neither or question. And just get to know them, right? And this works as well as, of course, if you're a single man or single woman, this is a great conversation starters to pick up the opposite sex. Right? We overcomplicate it because we don't have a plan going into the going into the conversation. But the plan is actually very easy. The plan is to show up, to keep your eyes wide, your heart open, and just get to know people. And when possible, add value. Take the grocery store example. Like, yeah, I don't know if you if you eat this type of food, but I saw over on aisle six, they're running a sale on Quaker oats. I don't know if you care, but it looks like you you take great care of your body. A little oats in the morning with a little Cylon cinnamon will actually stabilize your blood sugar and put you in a more anabolic state for the rest of the day. Of course, I'm making this up, but you're getting what I'm saying. Right? It's all based around the power of connection and, con- and, and having conversation. But too often, right? I'm guilty. Right? I get trapped in my own head and we just run through life. It's just run, 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 and we never take the time to stop and just connect with people. And the connection is where the success comes from. Like my conversation with Kelly. I had no idea that was going to spin into him potentially doing some marketing and media for me. No different than a connection named Shaney, who is going to start doing some copywriting and some content repositioning. Not to mention another conversation with a a man out of Vancouver that's going to do repositioning of of content for me across multiple platforms. All this comes from just having conversations and being genuinely curious about what people do. That's it. Like, what do you do? How long have you been doing it for? What made you get into that? What's your biggest success so far? What's your biggest failure? Who's your ideal client? Who do you not like working with? What's a perfect ecosystem? What's a perfect environment to ensure success for you with a potential client? Just all logical conversations. And so my friend, the power of having those conversation connections is really what's going to separate you as this economy continues to grow and boom and, and takes its ups and downs. Right? There's that conversation of you are the sum total of the five people you spend the most time with. Cool. How do you spend time with new people? You're going to have to say hello to them first. You're probably going to have to add value to their life second. You're probably going to have to add value to their life third. And over a long enough period of time, they will eventually bring you in and invite you into something greater than you've already been in, involved in their life. These things have impact. These things are important. And so I'm going to ask you to think about it. I'm going to ask you to consider where inside your life could you have a deeper connection? 
Where could you spend the extra five minutes getting to know somebody? Maybe you're like me and you go to the gym every morning and you see the same people, but you're so self-consumed. You never take off the headphones. You never peel back the hat. You never say, hey, I see you every morning. I'm Ryan and you are. John, it's a pleasure to meet you. I've seen you every day here for the past 18 months. I've never said hello to you. I feel a little bit rude for it, but I'd love to know a little bit more about you. Do you live here? Do you work here locally or do you, do you travel to go to work? Either or questions guiding the conversation. Oh, no, I actually work right around the corner. Oh, when you say right around the corner, what does that mean? Where do you work at? Here in Columbus, right? I work at Cardinal Health, just right down the street. Man, that's great. Have you been there a long time? You just start. I've been there 25 years. 25 years, man, you must really like that or at least tolerate it. Which one is it? <laughs> right? Like, I've just had a four-minute conversation with someone where I've led them down the path and I get to be in control when I put my headphones in and say, John, it was a pleasure to meet you. Let me know if I can ever do things for you in the future. And he's not even going to know what I do yet. He's not going to have any idea. He's going to say, well, what, what do you do? I actually consult with small and mid-sized businesses to help them increase their efficiency and put people in key roles and in, in more profitable positions personally, not only inside of their income, but also inside their time. How do you do that? Ah, John, I'm not going to bore you about that here at the gym, my friend. At some point in the future, we can get together. Here, what's your best phone number? I'll give you a little information. We all have our phones with us. That's the other thing. Someone says something like that. You, you need to grab some information from them in a way that you can continue to have conversation with them. People often ask me, like, do you have a business card? No, why would I have one of those? I've got this square box in my hand almost at all times, which is a cell phone. I'm going to pat my pockets like I've forgotten it somewhere, although I'm not going to say it and say, patting my pockets. Oh, no, I don't have one on me. Oh, but I got my phone here. What's, your, what's the best number to contact you at? And I stare down at my phone. I don't look up at them, and I wait. Oh, well, my number is whatever it is. John, I didn't catch your last name. How do you spell it? S-M-I-T-H-O, Smith, forgive me. Right, John, I just saved, saved my number, saved your number in my phone. Here, I'm going to text you real quick so you have my contact information as well. Let me make certain that it came through and I didn't mistype something. Do you have your phone out? John pulls his phone out because he also is at the gym and has his phone in his pocket. I press send. I said, yep, he's going to hold up to prove it to me. Yeah, I got it. John, thanks so much, my friend. I'm going to see you here I know tomorrow and the next day and the next day because we're here every day together. John, if I can ever do anything for you inside the gym or outside, don't hesitate to ask. I like to help people. Tell me how brilliant that is. Tell me how easy that is. Tell me how different your life would be if that's just what you did. So maybe when you show up at the gym, maybe that's the place where you, you remove it a little bit. Maybe it's not the gym. Maybe it's inside your household, right? which is crazy as it sounds. Maybe it's your partner's friends. Maybe you've never taken the time to actually just say hello and get to know them just a little bit. Maybe you've been judgmental. Maybe you've been condescending. And if it's not all that, there's this chance it's inside your office. It says you're driving to work right now and you're hearing this episode. There's someone that you just haven't spent the time to actually get to know. Because they didn't look the right way, because they didn't smell the right way, because they didn't wear the right clothes or they weren't in the right department. But how much different would it be if they just knew that you cared about them? Because the base level of almost every human's needs, we need, the, we need the connection, we need the tribalism, we need to know that people care about us. And the best way to make sure that people know that you care about them is to actually take time so they know that you care about them. I'm Ryan Nidell, wishing you truly unlimited success. Mm-hmm.